If you are looking and hoping to be in something called What in the World is Perspectives on the World Christian Movement, you're in the right place. And uh, I just want you to know how, uh, how grateful we are that you've taken a few minutes out of your busy morning to, to be here with us. And we are excited uh, to share with you about an, a, a, what we're convinced is a life-changing uh, opportunity. Uh, before we begin, let me take just a, a moment to introduce myself. Uh, I am Danny Gasperson. Uh, I am blessed to serve currently as the director of the Hanna Project. Uh, I've been, been in that position for four years. Um, if you want to know more, if you have questions about what the Hanna Project is, I'll be glad to answer those questions uh, after this seminar because that's not what we're, we're here to talk about. But uh, I'm pictured here with my lovely wife. She is definitely the best part of our team. And, uh, but uh, anyway, we're, we're glad that you're here. So um, in a few minutes, I'll introduce to you my good friend Jerry Gibbs. Many of you already know him, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that, and he can share a little bit more about his story as well. But why in the world would I show up here and try and talk to you about something called perspectives? Well, I want us to think a little bit about defining moments in every life. There are these things that, that we'll call, if you will, defining moments. These are um, events or, or episodes or maybe experiences that come along uh, in our journey that, that have a, a seismic impact on the trajectory of our lives. Uh, when I was 19 years old, uh, I surrendered my life to the Lord Jesus Christ, living a, in a pretty dark place and uh, obviously that for me was the most significant and most important uh, defining moment of my life. It changed the trajectory of everything. 42 years ago I was in a church in western North Carolina and standing in the front and I saw what I consider to be the most beautiful woman that's ever lived. Making her way down to the front of the, the altar there and uh, she pledged to be my wife. Let me tell you, that was a defining moment. It's still a defining moment for me. Uh, God has blessed us since then with two beautiful children. And at their birth, each of them were defining moments. Uh, and, and if you've been through that, you understand what I'm talking about. It changes everything. And then a little bit later on, uh, God added two perfect grandsons to our family and uh, I can tell you when I became Papa that was one of my favorite defining moments and uh, so like that but you go through all of those and you have your own defining moments but in my journey after I worked through that of course my salvation experience my marriage the birth of my children I'm telling you soon after that very soon after that in my priority list I would consider the collision, and, and I say that very intentionally, the collision of my life with this thing called perspectives. Uh, I was per, first introduced to perspectives by a friend, and like perhaps some of you, I didn't have a clue what it was. And uh, that's, that's why we entitled this, this seminar, What is Perspectives? Because that was my exact words. He suggested to me that he said, you know, 
And uh, let, let me, I, I, we haven't come here to talk about me or my story, but let me give you, try and give you a little bit of context. Um, as I said, I'm, I've been in this current position at the Hannah Project for four years prior to that. Uh, I was the pastor of Zephyr Hills Church in Asheville, North Carolina for 20 years. It was my, my first and my only pastorate. Um, uh, so I said, I, I came to Christ at the age of 19. I was already finished my sophomore year of college. I transferred to the Bible College just to kind of survive this Christian life. It was a defining moment, and I needed a defining moment in my life. And so uh, I graduated from there. I went on to graduate school, but you know I was about survival. I was this this whole pastor thing was nowhere on my radar. It wasn't that I was running from it or anything like that. I just. I, I just didn't have a clue that God could use anything like that. I was 40 years old when the church called me to pastor. And, you know, when you're 40, that was another defining moment for me, by the way. But because I had never considered being a pastor, even during my time at Bible college and, and, and at graduate school, I didn't have any of the pastor classes. You know, anything that would prepare you for that. So, and, and I was straight up with the church. I don't know what I'm doing. But I did know how to study the Bible and I knew how to teach the Bible. And so we agreed together that that would be our, our, our tactic. That would be our, our strategy. We would just simply study together the Word of God and somehow try and determine what are God's priorities. I just felt like, you know, as a church, we want our priorities to pretty much match what are God's priorities. And, and it didn't take long in that quest of, of, of searching for God's heart and God's priority. We kept running into this thing called the Great Commission. And uh, soon it became evident that God's opinion of the Great Commission was a whole lot higher than ours. Now, if you'd asked me, if you'd asked us before then, we would have told you pretty confidently we were a mission-minded church. But what we came to, to discover was we weren't so much a mission-minded church. We were a church that didn't mind missions. I mean, we were for them. We thought it was a good idea. We loved the fact that there were people that God had called and sent off into the, to the regions beyond to share the gospel. And we, you know, we, were, we liked them. We clapped for them. We did a, but other than that, we really weren't doing a whole lot. And I knew that needed to change. The problem was, I didn't know how. How do, you, how do you do that? And so all we knew to do was to start praying. How many of you know when you start praying and asking God to change your heart to be like His, all of a sudden you start seeing God do some pretty incredible things. And, and we had many of those kind of divine encounters, if you will, where God just kind of showed up. And one of those was this conversation I had with a friend. I was sharing with him uh, about our, our quest, of our desire. And he said to me, what you need is to take perspectives. And I said, great, what's that? And so uh, through talking to him, I, I found out there was a course in Pasadena, California, and uh, I bought me a plane ticket, and I flew to Pasadena, and I, I, I took Perspectives, an intensive course. And I'm telling you, it absolutely wrecked me. 
It was such a dramatic, it had such an impact on my life. It changed my worldview. It changed my priority. It changed my ministry. It changed my preaching. Everything about me. It was so much that the church said, I don't know what you got, but we want it. Now, I don't know if you guys as a pastor have ever had your, your folks say, I don't know what you got, but we want some of that. Well, that's exactly what happened. And so uh, over the course of time, other people began to tell you, in fact, we brought perspectives to Western North Carolina. And uh, uh, I've been through perspectives probably 15 times, a uh, couple times as a student, and then uh, as, as a teacher, as a coordinator on the coordinating team and all that. Uh, so it, it, it changed everything about it. Uh, in, in our work with, with THP, uh, I've often been in uh, Angela Emmerich here, I, not Emmerich, excuse me, she, when I knew her back when she was a, a pup, uh, but uh, Angela's worked in, and that's where we, we kind of met and hung out, but we, we did a lot of work in Central Asia. And one of the, one of the things that we uh, do often at the Hannah Project is we, we do eye clinics, and we have very basic methodology to refract eyes and we, we fit people for eyeglasses. And I remember vividly one such uh, clinic that we did in Tajikistan. And uh, I was working there, I was with a translator, and basically how you do it, you just give people two options and you ask them which is better, this or this, you know? Is this better or this better? And you just keep working your way down until you kind of figure out what, what prescription that they need. But what was humorous about this, and again, I don't speak Tajik, and so I, you know, I'm depending on my translator, but, but every time, every person without fail, we would be this better, this better, this better, this better. And then we would offer one option, and it, the response was almost unanimously, whoa. I didn't need a translator for that. You know, what had happened? The, we've, we nailed it. We got the, we got the, the prescription, the, the right uh, refraction, so that they were able to see clearly for the first time. I'm telling you, that's what perspectives will do for you. I always tell people, you're about to get a new Bible. Now, it looks like, and in fact, it is the same Bible that you've been using. But you will see it completely differently because you will understand uh, uh, on a different level, the, really the, the heart of God. Well, what is perspectives? Well, Jerry's going to talk a little bit more in just a minute about that. Uh, but let me just kind of give you a quick overview of what perspectives is. Perspectives is a discipleship experience that will align your passion, your purpose, your priorities, your pursuits, and your practices to align with those of God. I, I don't know about you, but I'm all about sign me up for that. It's a journey really to the heart of God. Uh, there's really four sections or stages to this perspective's journey. Uh, the first is the biblical perspective. Have any of you like to work jigsaw puzzles? Uh, that was my family, that was, that was kind of what, we, in fact still, when, when my brother and sisters get together, we'll, we'll drag out some jigsaw puzzle and spread it out and we just sit and talk and, and work the jigsaw puzzle. 
Well, well, in doing that, what, what I've come to understand is one of the most important pieces of the jigsaw puzzle is the picture on the box. Have you ever tried to work a jigsaw puzzle without the picture on the box? It's almost impossible to do that. Well, you know, unfortunately, many people's study of the Word of God consists of picking up individual pieces or stories. And they look at them, they examine them, they can tell you all about whatever it is that they see, but they don't really understand how it fits together. The Bible is not just a collection of random, unrelated teachings and, and events. There, there is a message, there is a story. And, and, and the biblical perspective is about helping you understand the big story of the Bible. When God created the earth, when God created everything, He had something in mind. He had, uh, he, he had an idea, He had a plan and a purpose. I think that the purpose of God is most clearly uh, expressed in a passage like Habakkuk 2.14. For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. So God in His creation, what He wanted to do was to demonstrate His own glory. He created something and He said, I'm just going to infuse this thing with my glory. I'm, it's going to be a display of my glory. So God created mankind in His own image, in His own likeness. And, and in my understanding, God created mankind and He shared with him a portion of His glory. If you remember, Adam and Eve didn't need to wear clothing. And the reason was because they, I, I think they, they were covered by this glory that God had shared with them. And God blessed them. And what did He say? Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. So when God gives to mankind a bit of His glory, He tells them to be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth, what would happen? The earth will be filled with the glory of God. But you know the story, it didn't really work out so well. Mankind made some poor choices and all of a sudden the glory that God had given him was taken away because of sin. And man became naked and, and so all of that. And so God said, well, I guess I'm going to have to go to plan B. I'm going to have to change my mind. Never has God said that. God has always continued to pursue his purpose. And so God, you know, uh, enacted a plan where he would redeem and restore mankind. To bring him back to a place to be a reflection of his glory. And you know the story. God chose a man. And he blessed him and he said, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. And of that man, he made a family. And he blessed him and he said, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. And from that family, he created a nation. And so there is this story that keeps going on because God is still about pursuing his purpose. We get to the New Testament and God creates a, a, th this church. And again, he infuses them with the Spirit of God and he says to them, be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. 